Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So we are back with another episode in our She Inspires series. And today's guest is a great friend of mine and a fellow helping professional, and that is Miss Shaquita Hyman. Shaquita is a South Carolina native earning a bachelor's degree in psychology from Winthrop University and a master's degree in clinical psychology from Francis Marion University. She decided at a very young age that serving others was her passion. And after 10 plus years in the helping profession, she realized that undertaking this task can manifest in a variety of ways. Enter the unconventional Southern Belle brand. In November of 2017, the unconventional Southern Belle blog was born to provide Shaquita a platform to share affordable fashion, makeup, and natural hair care with those who so graciously support her. Since she began blogging, she has had the opportunity to work with a number of national and local brands such as Fabletics and National Pond. When Shaquita isn't creating content, she enjoys spending time with her husband and 10-year-old son. Guys, Shaquita is a psychologist who has dived headfirst into the beauty blogging industry, which is, if you look at it, can be a scary place for a woman. But despite the brutalness of it, Shaquita has been a constant rate of positivity, inspiration, and confidence for women to look to. So for this episode, we discuss how to be confident in yourself in the world that is so judgmental, and we hope to inspire you to embrace yourself. Take a listen. Okay, so thank you so much, Shaquita, for joining us on the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time out to come over and talk to us. And I really appreciate you having me. I mean, this is awesome. I'm just glad to be a part. Awesome. So today... On this episode, we're going to talk about something that I don't think we've talked about on the podcast before, and that is confidence. And I was like, who better than to talk about this than the unconventional Southern Belle herself, Ms. Shaquita? So let's start by first explaining what the blog is all about. And then also, what made you start this blog in this day and age about beauty? Wow, uh, that's that's a great question. I still ask myself that sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) like what are you doing ma'am but um so the unconventional southern bell uh, i guess is a brand now it mm-hmm. started off as a blog um in november 2017 um i had toyed with the idea of it um because i like i just i like sharing with people kind of the things that i buy the things i enjoy um i mean i have people ask me and i just really like you know, sharing those things with people. I'm not the kind of person who holds on to knowledge if I have it. I want to give it. Mm-hmm. So I thought the blog would be a good way to kind of mass um, execute this mission. So uh, I took the plunge in November of 17. Um, again, the blog is just based on, again, things that I'm super interested in, like beauty and fashion and natural hair and 
travel and all the things <laughs> like all over the place. I'll blog about anything <laughs> if it interests me, really. Um, so yeah, so just kind of started started out as I don't know, just a, a crazy idea and really crazy because I mean, there's so many people who do what I do, like you right. said in this day and age. Um, but yeah, I, I just uh, I I just wanted my own little space and. I've really enjoyed it so far. Yeah. Um, I think when I see your, cause I follow mostly on Instagram and it's just like a little ray of sunshine, just pictures of you doing beautiful things. <laughs> <laughs> like a little ray of sunshine on my Instagram um, feed. So how has the experience been for you putting yourself out there? Because when you do beauty, you are putting yourself out there, your physical appearance out there. So how has that been for you? Oh my goodness. Honestly, it is outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not my favorite thing to be scrutinized. So it's it's sort of counterintuitive that I have created this very public space where I'm basically saying, look at me and the things that I wear or the products that I use. Um, so it's really been a, a, a stretching experience in terms of things that I am comfortable with. Um, but it's been it's been a lot of fun. I've met a lot of really awesome people. I've gotten to work with um, a lot of different brands. Um, I've gotten my husband to tap into creative sides he didn't know he had because he's <laughs> my main photographer. <laughs> so it's just really been it's really been fun. It's really interesting what I've been able to do in, in about a year and a half, a little over a year and a half. So just really excited. For, for how the brand is going to grow in the future. But so far it's been, it's been fun, even though it's, it's kind of scary at times. Yeah. 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 So you had to put your fearless hat on and kind of put yourself out there and that takes some confidence. So let's, let's go back to Shaquita. Let's go back to age 15, 16 through Ooh. college Shaquita. What was Ooh. her confidence like? <laughs> ah. Ooh, goodness gracious. Oh, my word. Oh, wow. 15-year-old Shaquita. Uh, and through college, I mean, I'd say probably into early 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my self-esteem was not the greatest. Um, and, and that's clear to me now in kind of the relationships that I invested my energy in, the kind of people that I allowed in my circle. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was just clear that I, I, I didn't see the value in myself. Um, and I really don't know how, well, I do know how that happened. Um, I'm, I mean, who hasn't been bullied? Good gracious. Right. Um, but growing up, I, I just, I was not the cute girl and not saying that I'm the cute girl now, but I'm just, I'm but more confident in who I am. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, girl. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just more confident in who I am, but, um, just growing up, not being the, the girl who is thought of as the the typical beauty you know um it 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 weighs on you um because as as a teenager our validation comes from our friends and that's unfortunate and and that's how the way we develop but it's true Mm -hmm. you know and when the people around you um kind of pick out pick out your flaws and you know you have a big nose I remember somebody told me I had a big big toe I did not even realize that my big toe was big. And that's why I mentioned it. And now I can never unsee it. My big toe is big. <laughs> so it's things like that. Like children are cruel. And I mean, it's only gotten worse. 
Um, and I kind of carried that until into young adulthood. Like I, I just remember, for example, in college, my anxiety was always so high about what people would think of me or how people um, were, you know, scrutinizing me and that kind of thing. Like I would in winter, I would walk across campus to class and I would be so sweaty from just being so anxious about having to walk into that classroom and people in people's eyes being on me. And I mean, that carried over into, like I said, into my early twenties, like, uh, same thing when I was in grad school, like I was the grad assistant and I would have to go into the classrooms and maybe give teachers things. And I would be hyperventilating walking up those steps. Cause I know I would walk into that classroom and there'll be 30 students with their eyes on me. Um, and it was just so nerve wracking to think of what people were thinking of me, how they perceived me. Um, and then <laughs> one day, I don't know, something flipped. No idea what it was. It's yeah, well, crazy I was going to ask you, what was the shift? What was the moment? Or when did you realize that, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel different. Like, I don't have this nervousness, mm-hmm. this anxiety. I don't care as much. And I feel mm-hmm. better about myself. When did that kind of happen for you? Oh, gosh. Ooh, I'd say... <laughs> I would, I'd probably say after I graduated grad school, um, things just kind of just started rolling for me and it wasn't even, even so like physically, it was more so career wise and that kind of thing. And I think I just became more confident in my abilities and my competence. And that has just kind of generalized to other areas of my life. Like I graduated grad school, I immediately got a job offer. Um, went into work and has been pretty successful in my um, my professional career, and that has just kind of bled over into my personal life. You know, like if I'm I'm competent in this area, why am I not? You know, why am I not valuable in all these other areas of my life? Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's just I, it's strange. Like I started to be successful, and it was like, well, you know what? You you kind of know what you're talking about. You're kind of not whack. You know, so it's it's like, and and that just kind of transformed me um, being, and then also I I got into a healthy relationship with my now husband, shouts out to my bae. Um, (laughs) And that just really, and not saying that, again, the validation of other people is how we should build our confidence, but we're human. Mm -hmm. We're interconnected. That's how we are built. Um, even basic behavior. I mean, we're likely to do more of what is reinforced. Right. So if somebody re- tells you you look good in that red dress, you're more likely to wear that red dress or wear right. red, you know? So um, just things kind of shifted in my life in terms of my career and my relationship with my husband, um, my relationship with my friends. I mean, I have a, an amazing support system of friends and uh, family. And it was just, I started another thing, epiphany. You're an amazing therapist. Look at you, all these epiphanies. <laughs> you just like conjured them up in my life, making me realize all these things I didn't realize before. <laughs> um, but I think I also, my thinking shifted mm-hmm. and that was in a, the way that I, I perceived things shifted. And that kind of shifted the way that I I don't know how I cared about what other people thought of me. Like I shifted my thinking to a more gratitude. Like I'm so blessed. I have family who loves me. I still have both my parents who are still married. I have my grandparents. Um, You know, I just have all this family who loves me. I have a husband who is good to me. I have a beautiful son. Like 
And even before all that, I mean, I just, my thinking just shifted to gratitude. And mm-hmm. even like, even now speaking more specifically to body confidence, like sometimes I'll get down on, on my little belly pudge, but I switch that. And I say, you know what, that's where my children are going to live one day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so that's the way that I kind of shift those thoughts in my head. Instead of beating myself up for the things that I don't think are perfect, I find the beauty in those things. Like, yeah. you know, um, my knees hurt. Well, you know what? I got knees. Some people right. don't have legs be- below the knee. <laughs> and I have them. They might not be the best knees, but they still bend and they work and I can walk on them. You know, right. so it's just, <laughs> just I think my thinking, my, my th- focus on more positive things just kind of shifted. I encourage that all the time to use gratitude and it will really, really shift your attitude. Mm. But I want to go back to what you said, because I, it's crazy that you said it, because I had this question down about, because I know what you do in your career as a psychologist. And I wonder if there was a connection between doing well in your career and gaining confidence in other areas. And I don't think people realize that sometimes, let's say you may not have the body confidence, but if you shift your focus to something else and you become really, really good at that, the other stuff kind of falls in place eventually. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's very true. Because I mean, just looking at my career, I spent seven years of my life investing in this career. So that's a, you know, that's a big chunk of my adult life where I have focused on um, this education to then begin this career and to be reinforced by, you know, getting a job so quickly and people saying like, okay, what you did was worth it. Like, mm-hmm. it, and you're good at this. I remember when I interviewed for my first job, um, in North Carolina, graduating from Francis Marion, I, my boss told me that he thought that I was better prepared than students that he had interviewed from like university in the area, like Duke and UNC Chapel Hill and state. And I mean, mm-hmm. I'm coming from little old Florence, South Carolina. And mm-hmm. to hear that, you know, like, wow. Okay. Um, my, okay. Like I, I did something. Right. I, I kind of know what I'm doing. So that just really, again, that just kind of shifted it for me. It's like, all right you are confident. So why not be confident in all of your abilities? Exactly. That's a really, really good point. So now that you have the confidence, what does confidence look like to you? Because I think that there are a lot of people walking around thinking that they're confident and I don't think they may have the right definition of what it is. It may be different for everybody, but for you, what does confident look like? Confidence look like? Well, I think it is. Well, and anybody who follows me on Instagram or anything knows that I always like to be dressed. I always like to have my makeup on. I like to be cute. Mm-hmm. I feel like my outside appearance affects how I'm feeling on the inside. Like yes. I, if I'm feeling down, you know, I don't, I, I want to, you know, at least look good on the outside. Cause then that affects the way I feel on the, on the inside. I was like, all right, I'm cute today. Get yourself together get yourself yes. in line. my dad um, used to say if you <laughs> if you look good you'll feel good so if we were sick he was like go put some clothes on and maybe you'll feel yes good. <laughs> exactly I agree wholeheartedly but I also think that not having to have my makeup on um or be perfectly put together on Instagram I don't care you'll find videos of me recently I've started posting videos of me doing zoom but I ain't no dancer but you know what when I'm in that mirror, I'm Beyonce and I'm, <laughs> I'm doing it. And I, I don't mind posting those imperfect things. So I think that especially in the world of influencing, in the world of social media, people only post the highlight reel. And that's fine. I mean, post the best parts of your life, but also be real. You're a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, and be confident in that. Um, like I, I went to an event recently um, and 
like it, there were other bloggers there and we all came in and of course we we're all made up and dressed to the nines and the, it required that we take our makeup off and do like a mini facial and we we're gonna like put our makeup back on there were some people who didn't take their makeup off like mm-hmm. why not girl take that makeup off nobody don't care about them blemishes we all out <laughs> here struggling it's right. summer the weather has changed we all sweaty our skin is like let's get butt wild mm-hmm. like nobody is judging you but it's like that like be confident in who you are when you got a full face of makeup and when you you know ain't got no eyebrows on Um, (laughs) I have no eyebrows lord help me (laughs) me either girl the eyebrow struggle is real I do not care I do not care I will tell you that I drew them on and I and when I hug people, I go all in. I'm like, all right, I'm going to put my face on you. And I might leave a little eyebrow on you when I come <laughs> back. So let's just like turn our faces so I don't do that to you. Uh. <laughs> so, so tell me this. How do you, because it sounds like you have not gotten caught up in the comparison and competition of social media. And I know that that thing in itself, I talk about comparison over and over on this podcast, but I know that it has been a confidence killer for a lot of people. So how have you been able to keep your confidence intact and not compare and compete with other people on social media? Cause you are very out there on that platform. Man, that that's a hard one. And, and not saying that is something that I'm above cause I'm human. Um, I think we all fall victim to comparing ourselves to others. And there are so many just beautiful people out there who, um, when we look at them, we're like, man, they look perfect. Look at that perfectly fat stomach, that bubble butt. I mean, where's my flat stomach and bubble butt? But whatever, you know, it's good. I'm good with what I got. So I'm I'm all about supporting anybody who is, you know, creating content or anybody who's sharing things on platforms. But I personally, if I come across someone who makes me second guess or question or, um, any anything that any anyone anything that kind of just doesn't sit well with me. I mean, I don't. I just haven't exposed myself to those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, God bless everybody. I love everybody. I think everybody's beautiful. But if there's something in me that I've not worked out yet, you know, because I'm not perfect. I'm still working. I'm still growing. I'm just not going to expose myself to those things until I'm at a place where I'm able to, you know, accept whatever this thing is that is is in front of me so I'm just very mindful about what I let into my atmosphere when I'm on social media that kind of thing like I don't need to be (laughs) following all the people with the bubble butts if I am like man I just really wish I had a bubble butt so I'm not going to purposely seek out people who have these perfectly round butts and follow them all day and bash myself because my butt is not like theirs right I'm, I'm just not going to do that um, God bless those booties. They're beautiful. But I'm just not going to sit on Instagram all day and search for the booties and like, man, she's your butt. She's really whack. And why can't you be like that? So I'm just very mindful of kind of those deficits that are still in me because they're there. They're there. Um, nobody's perfect. Everybody. And that's so unfortunate. We all want what we don't have, but we don't appreciate what we do have. Um so, you know, th- we're, we're imperfect. So I just, I'm very mindful. Like I'm, I'm not just, I'm just not going to put myself through that. So it's kind of how I, I stay, I stay above it. It's like, I'm not doing it today. Look at that flat stomach. Nope. You're not doing it. Beautiful. Liked it. I'm moving on. I'm not right. going to dwell on this. Yeah. Um, so. That's smart to know your triggers and kind of like, you know, let me stay yes. away from that. I'm still not, I'm not totally there with that. So that's, that's mm-hmm. very smart to do that. And you, you said yes. something really important that made me think about 
you know, you said everybody wants something that they don't have. They don't really appreciate what they do have. Have you mm-hmm. looked at yourself and said, man, there were things about me that I didn't like as a kid or as a teenager that I'm so grateful for now. Do you have any of those things? Because I know for myself, I'm like, I hated the skinniness as a kid, but now I'm like, oof. Yes. I'll take it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the weirdest thing. My nose. I got picked on so much for my nose and I look at pictures of myself now. and I'm like, you know what? That nose fits. Mm. That nose is a representation of my parents. I will always see them because they both got big noses too. And they got together and made a little big nose child. I mean, I'm the only one. My brother and sister have big noses, but but every, like how y'all do that to me? Um, but I I love it now because I mean it it fits me. It's I, I it's the weirdest thing. Like I got ridiculed so much for having a big nose, and now I'm just like I look at it and I see Johnny and Darlene. I'm like, all right, we're rolling with it. It's also very oily. I got that from them too. Thanks, guys. Thanks, mom and dad. But you know. <laughs> Oh, that's another one. I'm oily. I won't wrinkle as easy. So yes. I'm going to be out here looking like a baby. Yes. At 65. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all about, like you said, about the gratitude, about being thankful for what you have. Mm-hmm. I love that you look at your nose and say, yes, that belongs to my parents. I can do the exact right. same thing and look at my nose. I believe it's my mom's. I kind of, I don't know, they kind of look alike sometimes, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree with you, but it's, it's all about perspective. And I know that mm-hmm. there's somebody listening who may be going through and they don't like a certain part of their body and it's like, try to find the positive in it. Mm-hmm. Well, one day you're going to wish, you know, like for me being small, I was like, man, I kind of miss that size I was, mm-hmm. you know, back mm-hmm. in the day. So yeah, try to try yep. to find the good into it. Absolutely. So, so what advice would you have for someone who is struggling to love themselves right now? Again, I would say just being very mindful about those thoughts that you're having about yourself. It's so easy to have those automatic negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's, it takes more effort to switch that thinking. But if you really want to be in a place of gratitude and a place where you are moving toward acceptance of all of your beautiful flaws, then you have to actively change those thoughts. I, I still do it myself. Like I'll be like, Shaquita, you look fat today. And I'm like, well, stop it. Nope you look beautiful. You stop doing that to yourself right now. Cause I mean, who talks to you more than yourself? Right. You know, you just have to be my, it takes work. It takes practice. Anything that you're good at is going to take practice. Um, and eventually it'll be more automatic for you to think those positive thoughts. If you put the work in and if you put the effort in, um, then those negative thoughts that we just default to so easily. So I think it, it, it really is just all about the thinking and kind of what you speak over yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, my mama is just, she drills it into me all the time. Don't, don't say things that you don't want to manifest in your life. Like speak yes. things. Yeah, she, and she's crazy. She's like, no, don't say that. She is. She's hardcore. She, <laughs> she's super right. Hardcore. Mama knows. Um, yes. She, and she's like, nope, you, we're not going to do it. So it also just being mindful of what you speak mm-hmm. over yourself and over your loved ones and kind of the people in your circle. It's like, for example, like p- people who are unmarried and maybe want to be married and like, oh, I'm never going to find a man. Don't say that. Don't right. say things like that. Oh, I'm never going to be able to lose this weight. Don't say that. Don't do that. And speaking those things, I mean, even for the folks who don't believe in that kind of thing, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. You speak it. If you if you believe these things, you're more likely to be- behave in a way that yeah. helps you to accomplish those things. Then like the law of attraction. 
Yes, exactly. 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 So, yeah, I just think it's, it, it just takes work. It's so easy for us to default to the negative. It just takes work to shift our thinking and shift our the way that we speak about ourselves and speak about the, the things in our lives um, to kind of shift to the more positive away from the negative. And that, I'm glad to hear you say this. These, these are things that we talk about a lot when it comes to career and family, but it's not something that we've talked about when it comes to beauty and and confidence in your body mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So guys, listen to Shaquita, the psychologist. Listen, <laughs> she's coming from, <laughs> it's, again, everything starts in the mind. Even your outer beauty starts with what you say to yourself and then what you speak over yourself. So I'm really, really glad that you mentioned that. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I learned from the best. Who's got all these epiphanies happening in my life? <laughs> <laughs> so, my last question is, who inspires you? Oh my goodness. Well, um, I could name, Lord have mercy, so many people, but of course, like off the top, the main person is my mama. Mm-hmm. Um, she, if you, again, if you follow me on Instagram, I recently posted a post for a campaign with Shaper Mint, but everything that I posted in that, that caption, I mean, it's a small snapshot, but everything is true. I mean, she had me at 19, um, got married shortly after that. I mean, just basically gave her life up to be a mama. Um, my, my, I have a sister who is two years older than me. My dad worked out of town. My mom raised all of us. I mean, there is, there is no step parent. Mm-hmm. She married, she married my dad. That is her child. So mm-hmm. she raised all of us. And my dad was a long distance truck driver. Um, so he was gone during the week while she was raising three children on her own as a very young woman. I mean, I just, I remember now, like, I think I was like in fifth grade, my mom was 28. I think of me at 28. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. With like a, like a 12 year old. Like, what? I don't know math. I'm probably wrong in math, but my goodness, like she was so young raising three children. Yeah. I mean, she basically went from her mama's house, from mom and daddy's house to, to a whole family. Like my brother came not long after, but good gracious. And I just couldn't, I couldn't imagine being that young and having those dreams because my mom was always like an A student, top of the class. Clearly she was the one who'd be going to college, but then she met my daddy and and I don't know what kind of game he spit. Good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) And then she was knocked up, you know, and then she just gave it all up to work at a factory and, and raise us and help support us. But then she was able to make it full circle and have the opportunity. What looked like a closed door when her job shut down after almost 20 years was a new new door opening. And she was brave enough to take that opportunity and um, step out on faith and and go back for her her education after 20 years of being out of school and was was successful. I mean, graduated, had a job as soon as she graduated and, and has been working at the same place for Lord have mercy. We, 12, 12 years, 2007. When we graduate, 17. Yes. 12 years now she's been at that job um, and loves it. She would, I remember she was in school. She's like, yeah, we amputated a leg today. I'm like, darling, <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> Why are you so excited about somebody losing their leg, ma'am? She's like, yeah, we had to carry that leg. Oh gosh. Okay. Thanks mama. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she is definitely my role model and just and has just laid the the blueprint. I mean, because even now with me, I'm a bonus mom. So I just mm-hmm. thinking back on seeing how selfless she was, she was with us and in raising me and my sister and my brother, like 
that laid the blueprint for me and not knowing that I would kind of repeat the same life. I mean, there's not three of them, three of them. Good Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't know what I do with three children. Um, but he, there he is. When I met my husband, of course, he was already in the world. And, um, I mean, it was just automatic. I, I don't know if I could love that child more if I, if I had like pushed him out myself, but mm-hmm. that's my bestie, you know, and I, I saw that selfless love that she had for my sister. Um, and that just really set me up for success as being the bonus mom for my son. It's just, she is just guiding me through my life and she had no idea, like just everything that she went through was to prepare me, you know, yeah. I don't know. I'm the golden child. She likes me the most. It was to prepare me. Ain't that right, mama? I say the same thing. <laughs> we all feel the same way. Yes. <laughs> well, it sounds like being fearless does not fall far from the tree. Oh, my goodness. Mommy right. was fearless. And now here you are being fearless, putting yourself out there, doing new things. So thank yes. you so much, Shaquita, for inspiring us all. And thank you for coming on and talking about confidence. We really, really That's appreciate right. it. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. So guys, I hope that you enjoyed the interview and we hope that you feel inspired to be confident in yourself, regardless of what others people are doing, to accept your appearance and to learn to appreciate it and to embrace your beauty, flaws and all, because there can never be another beauty exactly like you. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. <laughs>